The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Fantasy Cops are back, settling your league disputes. What's up, everybody? That's not the entire episode. That's a small portion of today's episode. Yes, the Fantasy Cops are going to be here to read your questions, read your uh, your league issues. I'm Adam Azer with fellow police officer Dan Schneier, fellow fantasy officer Dan Schneier here. Last week, I introduced you as fake Mets fan Dan Schneier. Today, I will introduce you as chat master Dan Schneier. How, was it six hours you were chatting or what, just four and a half No, I did, I did the four and a half. I did your shift, All the right. four and a half. And it was a lot of fun. We had a great time on that chat, so. Yeah, well done, man. Chatted and answered questions for four and a half hours. Any bathroom breaks for you? No bathroom but I don't know what. Usually I need one. I guess I need one. I wasn't drinking much. Yeah, hydrated All right, to good. some extent. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. As long as you're as long as you're not skipping work, it's fine if you're dehydrated. So today we've got your emails at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. We've got your Apple Podcast questions. We're gonna get your YouTube questions. If you're on YouTube and it's live, you're watching this on Thursday night. We're recording this Thursday night at about 9:45 p.m. Eastern. So I'm not gonna go through any news because I'm not publishing this on uh, for the podcast until Saturday. So you're gonna get your updated news on the Friday episode. Uh, it hasn't happened yet, but you've already heard it. So this is just really a mailbag, and we've got this wacky email of the day from Blake. Blake is a commissioner of a carousel league, where each season we do a different kind of crazy format. This season, the format is simple. If a player's real-life team loses in a given week, all players from that team score zero fantasy points. It's that simple. If a player's real-life team wins or ties... You score the points that it would other, otherwise normally be scored in a half PPR league. We just finished the draft, and I figured I'd share it with you. I'm not going to read all the teams, but how confident can you be starting Christian McCaffrey every week? Kyle Pitts? Does Gabe Davis become a second or third rounder? So, <laughs> so Blake's league, again, if you missed it, if the, if the NFL team wins, then you get the fantasy points. If you have Russell Wilson and the Broncos win, you get the 24 fantasy points or whatever he scored. If the Broncos lose, you get zero. 
So what a crazy league, Dan. I have never played and will never play in a league like that. But I do have advice for it. Yeah, what's your advice? Easy. Go to Bovada. Actually, you know what? Go to Caesar Sportsbook and check out the season total uh, under uh, win-loss over-under and literally just draft straight next to go by your regular rankings, our rankings, combine it with the the win-loss totals and just you there, buddy? You're cut, the, you're cutting out a little oh, bit, Schneier. Oh, can you not hear me? I I can hear you, but you're you're cutting. Bad in internet. I think so, and it's just me and you. So I need I need your internet to step up its game here. <laughs> I need the internet to step up too. At least we're not having those feedback issues anymore. Uh, let, I somehow... Let's do that. Yeah, that's good. Well, those mysterious <laughs> feedback issues from you not wearing headphones. Uh, <laughs> um, the uh, let's do a top six in this league, where only teams whose NF, only players whose NFL teams oh, win okay. score any points. Okay, wow. Oh to th- this is harder than you can just think in your head. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Let's I'm looking see. at teams right now. Okay, you look at teams. Let me think in my head of just like the regular top picks in their draft. Cup. Cup's got to be up there. Maybe the first overall pick. Cup and Chase, maybe one, two. Um, I, I, I don't see why. I would take Eckler. I'd take Eckler. 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 Great first pick. Yeah. Uh, Cup. I, Chase. Who else? Who else? Who else? Not McCaffrey. Oh, you can go Jonathan Taylor. They're going to win some. Yeah, I think they're they definitely going to win the AFC South. I think you still go Jonathan Taylor. I think Aaron Jones is. I think Aaron Jones is going to be up there for me. Jones is a great pick. AJ Dillon becomes an unreal pick. Maybe a second, second round for AJ Dillon. Second round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't draft Saquon Barkley. You can't draft uh, Leonard Fournette. Would be a first round pick for me. Oh, Lenny is a great pick. I think great that. Pick. I think okay. I think Eckler, Cup, Chase. Taylor still. Taylor, they're, they're win games. Jones, and Fournette feels like a pretty Diggs. solid top six to me. Yes. Yeah, that's a good top. Well, I might take Diggs over Fournette, but. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Diggs would be a good one, too. I, I feel like there are going to be some really interesting starter sit decisions. <laughs> <laughs> let me just give you, let's just come up with one right now. Would you start? Okay. All right, let me get the, let me get the week one schedule up here. Oh, I like it. <sighs> okay, who's got a, a layup of a game here? Would you start Matt Ryan at the Texans okay. or Dak Prescott against the Bucks? I think I go Matt Ryan against the Texans. <laughs> Fine. What about Matt Ryan against the at the Texans or Tom Brady at the Cowboys? No, no, I go Tom Brady. All right, they're only one and a half point favorites. They are. They are. I like them to win that game all though. Right. All right. All right. All right. That's a that's a fun league. I like the creativity in fantasy football. Good for you. Uh, any random draft thoughts? I mean, I don't, I mean, it's, it's dra- like, it's Saturday right now and people are listening. It's Thursday night. You just yeah. did a 14. You just completed a draft. We had a two QB league that we did earlier today. I don't know. Give me like the, the 60 second draft advice spiel. Well, this is the big weekend for drafts. I don't think you're going to get Saquon Barkley. If you love Saquon Barkley, like I do this year and just look at it, like why the hell are we drafting all these running backs over Barkley? It doesn't really make much sense. You're not going to get him as late as you had been. I mean, he's been slowly creeping up, and I just saw him go at the at the one-two turn. I think he, if you want him, you got to go up and get him. If you like another breakout pick that is now rising up boards, Damian Pierce. I just saw him go in the fourth. I would avoid that. I think you can skip out on that and take receivers in, instead. Amon Ross St. Brown is actually somebody who went really high in this draft, and I've seen go a lot higher lately. I think the hard knocks boost is give is really getting in there with Amon Ross St. Brown. Hmm. So if you like him a lot, like I do. You're probably either going to have to go a little higher than you take him a little earlier than you expected or just move on to the next receiver. 
Let me think. I think that's kind of what there's nothing too crazy. Like, you know, it's been pretty on par except for that. Okay. I think I would say that the hardest part of the draft for me is figuring out if I want to draft any running backs in rounds, let's say six through nine or so. And if I do, who are they? And I, if I do have to dip into that pool, and I probably do for one or, you know, one, maybe two players, I tend to gravitate toward. Elijah Ramondre. Mitchell, Kareem Hunt, Tony Pollard. No. Wow, you're not a Ramondre guy? Even I'm, after the I, I'm not saying I'm not a Ramondre guy. All right. But I guess I'm not really a Ramondre guy. But like, <laughs> I think Antonio Gibson is maybe my favorite in that group now. Hmm. Um, all right, Gibson, Edmonds, Mitchell, Kareem Hunt, Tony Pollard, Miles Sanders. Those are the ones I'm going to be drafting. I'm probably avoiding, you know, obviously if they fall, but I'm factoring ADP. I'm probably avoiding... Jacobs, Clyde, oh, yeah. Akers, Seahawks, Singletary, Patriots, uh, and no. definitely Patterson. He won't be on any of my teams. So, I like Penny at his cost. Yeah, that's the thing. Here, here's what I would say. Your, your list could be different than mine. Mm-hmm. The running backs in that range could finish in any order, basically. Yes. So if you're... Going, go into your draft knowing the ones you like from that range, and don't take too many, right? Like, don't let those be your only your 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 core running backs. I would say to have one before that group, like a top, to have a top twenty running back before dipping into that pool. But know the we're, ones you like. Yeah, we're just in such different camps here, Adam. This is where I get the bulk of my backs because I'm just loading receivers up for four or five of those six rounds. Usually, I have an elite tight end in place. I like to have the one hero back. I do. Trust yeah. me, I want it if I can get that. But after that, I love loading that's all, up on that's these fi- guys. That's fine. So just have the one hero back if you want to, and yeah, or you can, you know, there there is no strategy that is the best strategy. I'll tell you that. I mean, the way the way you win fantasy is is you hit on the big breakouts. You hit on Cooper Cup. You get yep. Stefan Diggs the year before. Like give yourself, attach yourself to great offenses and give yourself the opportunity to have those those big bust out players. Draft enough upside. It doesn't have to be your first two picks. You can draft upside after that. You want to go a little safer with your first two picks. There's, the, all those guys are going to have upside. But and sometimes the best offenses, you have to like one of the skills is just trying to predict it. Last yeah. year, no one expected the Bengals to be one of the best fantasy offenses. Then we got Higgins, Chase, Burrow, and Mixon out of that offense. Right, right. So who's um, that going to be this year? Who do you like to break out? That's a great question, right? Because who are we going to get? I that? think I, I, I think, think the Eagles too. have a great chance at it. Oh, for sure. The Broncos, of course. You know how much Can I love give you Sutton, a sleeper, Judy too. Yeah, my sleeper team to do this is the Lions. I really yeah. like their offensive line. I think Goff in year two. I think Goff can throw the football better than people realize. He's got a much better arm than half these bad quarterbacks. Love him on Ross St. Brown at cost. DeAndre Swift has breakout upside. I don't really love Hawkinson, but whatever. And Jamison Williams when he comes back. No? Uh, no, I mean, sleeper. like, I could see We're not it's talking just, like... I could yeah, see okay, it. Sleeper, yes. I don't think that they're going to be on an offense that's going to win okay. you a fantasy league, personally. You're probably right. Let's go a little higher then. How about Lawrence? The whole Jags. Are we good on that? Maybe no. Once again, so talented. Well, the the last piece of advice I was going to give was yeah. if you if you want if you're in a three receiver league or a two flex league, the two players that I love to take in round seven, probably maybe six, depending on how wide receivers are going, are Christian Kirk and Alan Lazard, and I take them. I feel like they're kind of the last two wide receivers who I'm going to be excited to start in week one. After that, it's guys that you know. I think you got to see it first. Elijah Moore, Brandon Ayuk, Drake London, Devonte Smith. So I would like to have three, if not four, of the top like 33-ish 
wide receivers as I look, 34 maybe as I look at the rankings for Dave Heath and Jamie. Uh, and that usually ends with like Juju Smith-Schuster and then Lazard, Christian Kirk, that group. I love getting the end of that tier of wide receivers and, and filling out my receivers that way. Uh, so that's that. You know, I've seen a lot of teams that our listeners have drafted, and I think you guys are following our advice and killing it. I, almost every time I see a team on Twitter or via email, I love the team. So I think you're taking advantage of that great range of wide receivers that go from rounds three to five, and you're you're seeing the values, like Brandon Cooks is a great value, and Michael Thomas is becoming a value. Even if you don't like him, he's becoming a good value. Chris Godwin is, you know, a fifth-round pick in a lot of leagues. Cortland Sutton is like 48th overall on Yahoo. He's right around there on ESPN as well. So he's even further down on ESPN, you could take so much advantage of that. Yeah, yeah, he's he's just behind Jerry Judy, in fact. So yeah, you know, get in that group of wide receivers, and you know, you've heard it so much. I don't want to keep repeating all the things we've been saying for the last month, but sometimes it's nice to have a refresher. And uh, yeah, and uh, there you go. Find find those values based on the players that Dave, Jamie, and Heath have ranked higher than ADP. You're you're going to do well if you do that. All right, uh, emails, fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. This is from Bill. I'd love it if you guys could talk through your top two football movies. I decided to throw back Jerry Maguire. I forgot how good it is. I think Any Given Sunday is likely my number one, and Jerry is number two. Okay, I love these kinds of questions. And you know me, Adam. I'm not a movie guy. But at the same time, if I'm going to watch a movie, sports movies are definitely one some of the few that I will watch. So my first pick is clear-cut number one for me. None of the two that were mentioned, though. I do like those a lot. And it is Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans has everything I could want in a football movie. So that is my number one. My number two would actually be another movie that wasn't named. And though I do like the TV show version better, I thought the actual movie was amazing, too. And that's Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I don't really understand at what point people turned on Rudy. But I do oh, think no. Rudy, Rudy is amazing. I mean, it's oh, just amazing. Gross. Movie gives me chills. Oh my god! Have you ever Rudy? seen Rudy? Are you just are you just following the crowd? Here? I watched a little bit of Rudy. It was so boring. I had to stop. Oh, it's so good. I know that story doesn't. That's not a great of a story. Whatever. Rudy and remember the Titans. Oh, he's Rudy. a little guy. He makes the team. That's like it's come not on. Just Remember the that. Titans is so complex. This is the There's beginning. So much going on. This is There's the race be- relax. Uh, no, look, remember the Titans is great. growing as human beings. They're Rudy's top two. Dude. Oh, Rudy grows Rudy. as a human being. Rudy grows as a human <laughs> being. You don't even know. Hey, you've uh, seen five minutes of the movie. You saw the credit, the opening credits. No, I've seen like an hour of Rudy. It was too boring to continue. This is the beginning of, of the John Favre, Vince Vaughn movie relationship. Uh, okay. Yeah, so Rudy and, and remember the Titans are the clear top two for me. Also, in terms of Friday Night Lights, like remember uh, Varsity Blues is better than Friday Night Lights. Oh, I totally forgot about Varsity Blues. That's easily my number two. <laughs> Might even be my number one. When I was a kid, I, I watched that movie way at a way too young age, and then I got some. I had a little bit of fun watching that movie. Let's just say that. Oh my. Okay, that's very weird what you just said there. So no, no, I wasn't meaning it like that. <laughs> sure, that sounded so bad. It sounded I did terrible. Not mean it like that. A, I just that sounded terrible. That terrible. Cut out of this podcast. No, that's staying. It's staying, Schneider. Just remember, I give it a ten. I give it a ten. A ten, yeah. So I will just finish this by saying that I personally do not consider Jerry Maguire a sports movie. That is one of my hotter, more controversial takes. I think if people not a sports movie, because like, okay, I'll tell you why. Name three players in Jerry Maguire. Good point. Good point. And even more so, like name three like sports plays or scenes. There's not. There's almost none. There's one game. Just him getting hurt. You don't even know. 
if you don't even know, like you don't follow the team. There's no yeah, sports nothing. journey. It's a love story with sprinkles yep. in enough sports to keep all the guys interested. Brilliant decision there by Cameron Crowe. And it's a great movie, but it's but it's not a sports movie. I still can't believe I just said what I said and I didn't yeah. even mean it like that. And it was horrible. Yeah, it was, it was really a great moment. All right. <laughs> this is terrible. from Dylan. He says, dear Mickey, Jerome, Rich and Dustin. Mickey, Jerome, Rich, and Dustin. Dustin Hoffman, no. Are they mice like Mickey Mouse? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Jets tight ends? What? No. Even Google doesn't know. Uh, the question is, would you be opposed to drafting both Jamar Chase and T. Higgins in a three-wide receiver PPR league? If not, who would you opt for instead of Higgins in that range? That's a great question. I feel like we we don't get asked this enough, and people are in this dilemma a lot. I tend, if I'm close to my rankings, I will not double up on a receiver. I feel like you cannibalize on a receiver of the same team. You cannibalize the upside on a weekly basis. It still could work out over a long season haul. When you get to the playoffs, you really need blow up weeks from that passing game. So there are actually a lot of guys in Higgins range that I'll take over him. Courtland Sutton's one of them. Adams boy, I like him a lot. But, you know, sometimes Michael Pittman will fall there. Sometimes even DJ Moore will fall there. So definitely take those two players over him. Um, anyone else you would be looking at, Adam, over over him if you already had Chase? Who did you say? You said Pittman and Moore? Pittman, Moore. I'll take Sutton, yeah. our boy, there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would take Pittman, Moore, and probably Sutton over him anyway. But, uh, yeah, those would be I the three. I think I would, too. Those would be the three. I would Sutton. I'd probably take Higgins over Sutton, but... I, I do love I do love T Higgins. Uh, yeah, I, I'm a little awesome. worried about his catches. I feel like he's going to be among the leaders in yards per catch, uh, which is great. But it might mean he's better in half and non PPR amongst mm-hmm. wide receivers than full PPR. Uh, but yeah, he's a terrific third round pick, just in a vacuum. All right, this is from I don't have a name on this. I'm sorry. Hello, Diggs, Cup, and Pittman. Those are the wide receivers I'm going to speak on. Two years ago, <laughs> I drafted Diggs. In the fourth, because he got an upgrade at quarterback, and I said, bleep it, why not? Now, okay, you listen, don't you sit here and tell me he got an upgrade at quarterback. Josh Allen stunk up to that point in his career. This is revisionist history, but I'll keep reading your email. The (laughs) following year, someone on on one of the podcasts I listened to spoke about how good Diggs was, so I figured I had to find the 2021 version of Diggs, meaning wide receiver getting a quarterback upgrade. That was Cooper Cup. I drafted him in every league. I made it to four or five championships, and I lost them all. I don't know how that happened. but (laughs) This year, people keep wondering, who is this year's Cooper Cup? Uh, And I guess he's going to make the case that it is Michael Pittman. But there there seem to be, there are a lot of options than there were in previous years. Pittman, Sutton, DJ Moore, maybe Christian Kirk, all getting the quarterback upgrades. So this is a great point. So who who is this year's Cup? They're all... They're all getting upgrades. Pittman, Sutton, DJ Moore. I don't Moore. know if Kirk's definitely getting an upgrade. Yeah, he's, he, he's got more of an opportunity to be a true number one receiver, so that, he's yeah, got a better situation. Wise. But I would be shocked if Christian Kirk were this year's Cooper Cup. Right. But Pittman, Sutton, and Moore, I wouldn't be sh- Well, I think more like this year's Stefan Diggs from, from 2020 because that was a top five receiver. I'm not. None of these guys are going to be, you know, 1,800 yards and – you know, the best, one of the best seasons in wide receiver history. No, you don't expect yes. that. But what do you think? Who would you, I like all these guys. We just said them. In yeah, the previous these are all email. three of our favorite targets. So it's hard for me to pick the the one I like the most out of these. 
probably if we're going to get the one that has the best chance, I think of having the season he's talking about would actually be Pittman just because we've seen in the past, Matt Ryan really likes to funnel targets to his number one guy, whether that be Julio, Roddy white, Calvin Ridley, whoever it's been pits last year. So just, you need volume to have that kind of season. That's why cup did what he did with the, what was it? A hundred, would you say 180 targets? Was it? I think I said 1800 yards. I don't remember what he had. Yards. But... The targets were crazy though. I mean, I don't think it was that much. That would have been wild, but you know, he did. No, average, it it think, probably was. It was, I think it was a buck. 191 targets. Wow. 1,947 wow. yards. It was even better. It's than still I not going to be that with Pittman though, because this is a run first offense and McVay is a pass first offense. So there really isn't that. And same thing goes for DJ more in that sense. I don't think any of them can do that, but they can come close potentially. And we like all three. All right. This one is from Danny in Frisco, Texas. I'm in the middle of a slow draft. I need some advice. I'm picking 10th in a 12 team PPR league. We start two running backs, three receivers and a flex. My first two picks were Alvin Kamara and Adam Jones and Aaron Jones. My third pick, <laughs> I'm fine with that. My third I'm pick. I'm fine with it, but we're talking about a PPR league where what is he starting? Three receivers and a flex? Uh-huh. Yeah, so the third so pick. I can't the, do a double build like that. Go ahead. Go ahead. He went Sutton and. Nice. No, no. He went Higgins. He went Nick yeah, Chubb fine. and Higgins. Oh, Chubb. He couldn't pass up Chubb at 34 overall. Oh, Chubb in a full point PPR. When you already have two backs. All right, let's go on. What we need to fix this now. What can we do? Should I just load up on receiver now? What would your strategy yes, be? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Dear God, yes. Load up on receiver. And <laughs> I, I, you're done at tight end. We've passed that point. So you're not getting one of the good tight ends. So just load up on receiver, man. Please just load, load. I mean, like four straight receiver picks, min. Yeah, he also said six quarterbacks and three tight ends are off the board by the middle of round four. So I would not. I would not be opposed. I don't want this team to just be good at running back and receiver. I don't think you should just sacrifice at quarterback and tight end. But I, you could get you could get a combo of like Lance and Stafford as your quarterbacks. Uh, I think Lance is coming off the board pretty soon. Fine, then maybe Lance has been dropping like round eight and nine lately. Well, not in a league reports. where six quarterbacks are off true, the board by the, by the middle of round. But let's four. say you get like a cousin Stafford or a Stafford Carr. Is that really so bad? Or a Stafford Lawrence? You know, it's still so many options. There. It's not. It's not that bad. But I personally, I don't like teams that are in the low end starter range at both quarterback and tight end. Okay, I can deal. I this just a, this like is just that. a personal thing. I can deal with that. Uh, in you know, with one position. But I don't like Cousins and yeah. even Komet or Cousins and Knox or Friday. Man, or he needs to start three receivers every week and really a flex should always be yeah. a receiver in a full point PPR. It's just like you just if you keep passing, if you don't load up on receiver right now, you're going to end up with like George Pickens in one of those starting spots and like Sky Moore and Traylon Burke. Well, he has one receiver, even, right? So Robert he, Wood, he right? has T Higgins. Right. So and I think if his next three picks are two receivers and a quarterback, I wouldn't hate that. I'm fine with it. It has to be at least two receivers. Oh, absolutely. 100%. From Weston, I have Jordan Mason on my taxi squad, but I was offered Greg Dulcich for Jordan Mason. So Jordan dynasty. Mason is a 49ers rookie running back. Yeah, it's Dynasty. And Greg Dulcich, rookie tight end for the Broncos. He also has Dallas Goddard, Trey McBride, and Allo Cox. I don't know. Yeah, Allie Cox. Oh, Allie Cox. Funny, funny typo there. Okay, okay. Would you rather have Jordan Mason or Greg Dulcich? Dulcich for sure. Yeah. All right, Mike in Connecticut. Sorry. Mike in Connecticut. Uh, Salary cap league. Is it possible to win in a salary cap league without bidding up for a top player? Without (sighs) spending $40 or more out of a $200 budget? 
this love is, this question. Yeah, Go this ahead, is a right. ten team three receiver half PPR league, and this was his team. He did not spend any more than twenty percent of his budget on any particular player. Uh, he has Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson, one QB league. Uh, Aaron Jones, Saquon Barkley, Clyde, Penny, Carter, and Spiller, Pittman, DJ Moore, Godwin, Godwin, Michael Thomas, Juju, and Tony, and Kyle Pitts and Dawson Knox. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. And I will say this. I do play in a 10-team salary cap league where similar settings to yours and my best season ever, which was two years ago, I didn't spend more than 33 on a player. That was, no, sorry, 34, Devontae Adams. So, look. The Cooper Cup last year came from the lower tier range. Debo Samuel came from that lower tier range. The Jamar Chase, you have give yourself more chances now to hit on those guys that end up breaking out from your bench instead of having these $1 guys at the back end that have no real chance to break out. So yes, I like I don't mind that strategy at all. I'm going to promote some things here as we are into week 1. So basically when you go to our website cbsports.com/fantasy, you're going to see start sit content, you're going to see uh, I don't know when Dave's going to debut his trade value chart, but that is an extremely popular piece of content that Dave's going to update weekly. The trade Wednesday. value chart to help you make your trades. You know, you don't have to stick to it completely because, you know, it's, it's a lot's going to depend from your perspective on what you have on your bench. Do you have depth at a certain position? But Dave's going to basically give you values on every relevant player. I love that. Um, you know, you've got uh, just, you've got obviously waiver wire content, which is great. So, Make sure you check out all uh, your season's a long way from over, even after your draft, right? We're going to help you navigate through 18 weeks. Uh, all right, so that's all you need to know. Go to cbssports.com slash fantasy. Well, then, it is time for the Fantasy Cops. Yes, finally. Let's settle some league disputes. This is from Ryan. Dear fantasy social workers, no, Ryan, we're the Fantasy Cops. Get it right. I'm the commissioner of a 10-team no stakes except for the trophy family league. This league is for fun and togetherness amongst generations and cousins, etc. We drafted last night and my dad tried to get fancy with the Q feature and he accidentally took five defenses in the first seven or eight rounds. At first I thought it was a zany scheme but at the fifth one I called him to make sure he wasn't having trouble. He was and so I gave him ex- <laughs> I gave him explicit advice the rest of the way oh, no. and I even drafted my team in a way to try to help his cause. <laughs> what can be done for this man, my father? Must I rely on the altruism of my other family members to trade good players for DSTs? Should he simply try to struggle through? Yeah, look, I mean I don't mind the idea of trying to see if some of your family members will help him out because you, you, you're just not going to be able to w- even compete in a league that this happens. in. what did he drive five defenses from what rounds, Adam? Was it five through eight? First, the first no, five defenses in the first seven or eight rounds. Oh, no. Oh, I mean, it's just impossible to win. It's over for him yeah. as it stands. I would actually suggest, honestly, you guys redoing the draft. It sounds crazy, but it's only a couple hours of your life. That's what I was it's thinking. A- Why didn't they just do it over then? Yeah, or at least back out, like a, back out a few rounds a, or something. Yeah, this is a full redo situation. I mean, <laughs> look, it's that or he just loses a season, and that's not fun. It's your dad. Give, you know what? Maybe you can give him the first waiver claim for the first three weeks of the season. I guess, but what's that going to? I mean, great. He drafted five straight defenses, rounds one through eight. He's done. All right, you're done. Oh, here's Jeff Wilson. You get Jeff Wilson in two. Yeah. Uh, this is from Scott. Scott says, I play in a long-standing league with my college buddies. 
Same commissioner the whole time, and we've never had an issue. Wow. This season, the league took a vote, admittedly at my request, to change the league from half PPR and half point per first down to just full PPR. After the private vote, the commissioner reached out to me and asked what he should do. The vote was tied six to six. I gave him a few tiebreaker ideas, but I said that no matter what, it would have to be put to a revote because you can't decide a tiebreaker after the vote. The commissioner who voted against the change decided that, and this is a direct quote, I think what's easiest is I just say the tie goes to incumbency and we'll figure this all out next year. So basically, Scott wanted to go from half PPR plus half point per first down to first down to full PPR. They voted. It was tied 6-6, and the commissioner said, let's just keep it the way it is, and we'll decide it next year. Scott then says, am I wrong to be pissed off by this? Should I push back harder or just let this one slide in the name of peace in the land? That tiebreaker makes a ton of sense. It just wasn't decided on before the vote, and it conveniently gives the commissioner his desired outcome. I voted for full PPR, so I want to make sure I'm not too biased by my own wants and missing the bigger picture. Yeah, I mean, look, I play in a league where there's a very similar commissioner. Actually, shout out to one of my good friends, Gary Levine. He does this all the time. It drives me nuts. The ties he go, the tie goes to the, the the incumbent rule. Like, I just don't get it. There's not that much logic behind it. Like, it's just it's like, oh no, you know what? It's a tie. Let's just do what we did the last time. So I, I'm with him on this. I don't know. I need logic. I so what do you do then? You revote. I think you revote before the revote. You say if it's a tie, we will decide it this way. But he, if if this guy is deciding the tiebreaker, he like I don't no, know. He can't decide the tiebreaker. That's so. Pro- uh, what yeah, what what tiebreaker do you even do for this? Like a physical challenge? Like a double dare <laughs> physical challenge? We actually did a little bit of a pool slash beer Olympics a couple years ago in my home league to decide a tie between if we're keeping kickers and defenses. Thank God we did not keep the kickers and defenses. If you can come up with a fun tiebreaker, yes, such as you know Scott runs a forty yard dash and the commissioner <laughs> has to guess. Like over under basically and and uh, or you know just something creative then fine really but tears hamstring you can't at this point you can't I don't know that you can do a tiebreaker because whoever decides it is going to be biased one way or the other but I don't know but uh, <laughs> I you know I also think that that's sort of what the commissioner is supposed to do he's supposed to break True. ties that so, I don't mind either I like that yeah if you're I'm I'm cool with him just breaking the tie yeah. All right, time for some Apple Podcast questions. This is from Bruce from the North Bay area, California. Salary cap auction, eight teams, super flex. I think he just wants us to grade his team. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. He wants us to keep four. He also says Adam has the worst takes in life in general. Whoa. Yikes, that's tough. You read this question or did you not see that He's not you wrong. started reading? He's not wrong. I mean, like... Your takes are overrated. They're not that bad. It's overrated how bad your takes specifically are. Like, like they have, like... I'll give you I'll give you an example. Everyone's crapping on you for that whole afternoon morning thing. It's not that bad of a take. It's a great like, take. when you're at eleven forty. It's like a decent, <laughs> it's a solid take. I can see where it's coming from. Okay. It's not that yeah. bad of a take. What are some of your considered worst takes? Well, Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. I'll stand by that, even though Matt, you're just doing that for fun. I reaction. swear to you, I mean every word I say. <laughs> I right. never do it just for a reaction. Okay. Jerry okay. Maguire's not a sports movie. I got killed for that. Uh, yeah. No, you made a great point as why that's not. We can't remember any of the plays or the players. Right, that's exactly. A good take. I, I think people. I think people need to just be more of an outside the box thinker like me. What can I tell? <laughs> but I, I, you saw it. I got called out in an email this morning or Thursday morning 
by the executive vice president of digital. I did see that. About having bad movie <laughs> takes. So, I mean, even the one of the most- And then you doubled movie. down on it earlier tonight in this podcast. Yeah, I was like, I'm sorry if I like Rudy. <laughs> uh, the que- Here's the keeper question. Pick four. Player price goes up $1 per year. It's a $110 budget. It's half PPR. Keep four. Mahomes at 11. Aaron Jones at 11. Dylan for a dollar. Connor for a dollar. Swift for four, Evans for eight, and Judy for five. Swift. How many do we get to keep? Four. Swift. Connor for sure. Dylan. What else was there? Dylan for Dylan. a dollar. Well, this is one QB league? Superflex. Oh, no, no, no. But only Mahomes 18. For sure. Mahomes for sure. Okay. Okay, I didn't even hear that part. Okay, Mahomes. Those two running backs, Swift and Connor. And what were my other options again? Judy, no. Judy for five, Evans for eight, uh, Dylan for one, Aaron Jones for 11. Dylan for one. All right, thank you, Bruce. This question comes from Jason. Got some dynasty questions here. 10 team, 2 QB, PPR, 6 point per touchdown? Yeah. Past DD probably. Yeah, of course. Uh, Had the rookie draft. I have the first waiver priority for the first waiver period. We have a taxi squad. We can stash three rookies on for the whole year, and I want to take the available rookie that will be the most useful to me next year. My choices are Trey McBride, Zamir White, Jalen Tolbert, or a quarterback, Matt Corral or Sam Howell. I like Trey McBride here. I follow the draft capital. I also like his potential role within that offense, and I think he's the best talent of that group considerably. He already has Hawkinson, Komet, and Brevin Jordan. He could use a running back. So if you want to go that route, Zamir White would fit your team better. But McBride, I I understand the, I understand it, Adam. I just feel like for my experience with dynasty, I'm always better off when I don't worry about position and I'm just focusing on getting as much talent as possible on the roster and then trading later. Okay. From BMAT, who should I start at my flex spot? Kareem Hunt. I oh, get we're the, doing week one starting. Yeah. I can't do this right now. We're not ready for this. Kareem Hunt's got the Panthers, I believe. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, who do the Eagles play? We're still in draft season. Eagles are at the Lions. So Kareem Hunt at the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Or no, I think it's a home game. Gainwell, the other one. Eagles at Lions. No, I think it was Miles Sanders. Hold on. We don't even know if he's going to play. Looks like he's trending in the right direction. <laughs> let's say he plays. Where the oh, hell he is plays. this email? Yes. Miles Sanders plays. at the Lions or Damian Pierce oh. against the Colts. Colts. Pierce for me. Yeah. Pierce it up. Pierce. This is from Chucky Buckle. I won a couple titles thanks to you. Oh, thank you, Chucky. Awesome. Half PPR Keeper League. Who would you pick at 102? CeeDee Lamb or DeAndre Swift? I already have Javante Williams and Jamar Chase as my keepers. Devontae Williams, Jamar Chase. Um, Take Lamb or Swift? Did he say half point PPR? Yeah. Are we just assuming start three or, or two receivers? Do we have that information? I no? do not. If it's three receivers, I take Lamb. If it's two, I take Swift. From Tom C. I followed Dave Richards' trade values for years before I saw you had a podcast, and now I've been a regular listener. Thank you. Awesome. I have to choose one player to protect in my Superflex $200 salary cap league. Is it Josh Allen for $41 out of $200? DeAndre Swift for 23, Travis Etienne for six, or J.K. Dobbins for six. We can protect the maximum of three times, adding $5 every year. Mm. 
I wish I could know Adam about the quarterback availability before I say that I would probably keep ETN at six. But if I knew that a lot of these quarterbacks were kept, a lot of these quarterbacks were at good values where they're not being thrown back in anytime soon, then I would say Josh Allen because quarterback is everything in Superflex and it's a finite resource. So it just depends. If you don't have a, if you look around your league, you don't see a lot of keepers at quarterback at good values. You can be a little free and keep a player like ETN and go for that cheap upside. But otherwise, it's Allen. By the way, YouTube. Get your questions in. I'll start reading them in just a little bit. A few more from Apple Podcasts. This is from Adjacent to Naperville. I actually have a lot more from Apple Podcasts, so take your time, YouTube. Uh, <laughs> grade my draft. 12 team, one quarterback, two, two wide receivers, two flex, PPR, four point per passing touchdown league. He had the second overall pick. He got Jonathan Taylor. So Russell Wilson at quarterback. Um, Mark Andrews at tight end. Jeez. Uh, 12 team league. He's got Taylor, Dobbins, Pittman, Godwin, and the flexes are Michael Thomas and Adam Thielen with Andrews at tight end. I mean, this team is amazing. This is what I'm talking about. You think this team is amazing? I think it's terrific. I like it a lot because it follows the right build here, which is fill those two flexes with receivers and a full point PPR. You got to do it. But, I mean, Thielen is not the, the most amazing. What do we have Thielen? What was the other flex? Michael Thomas. I don't like Thomas at all this year. He's already injured again. That scares the hell out of me. He's, I mean, he looks like he's going to play in week one. Okay. We'll see what I happens. Mean, you ha- look, you have Dobbins, Godwin, Thomas, and Thielen. Yes. Look, that's, so not, that's it's still, I like this team. I like this team, but there are some question marks here, right? Dobbins, this, Thomas, and Thielen are all question marks. Are they not? Uh, of course. Yeah. I mean, I drafted Dobbins, Thomas, and Godwin in a I love league Godwin. today. There, well, he's a question mark. He's coming off torn ACL. Even he's a question mark. We don't know yeah. if he's going to be ready for week one. So I, maybe I was a little hasty. You did happen it's a high upside, it. high upside yeah. team for sure. Who, you, who's the second quarterback? Do we name one? It's Superflex, it's a one right? QB league. Oh, one QB. Oh, we're good. This actually is is very similar to the team I drafted today in the two QB league. <laughs> well, to be fair, I had this Russell listener, Wilson. You said during the draft, I hate this team. This is one of my most hated teams I've but drafted. But I actually ended up liking it because I said that <laughs> okay. before I drafted Godwin and Michael Thomas. Okay. Um. But yeah, I that's so weird. I drafted a team, a super flex team with Russell Wilson and Trevor Lawrence. He has Russell Wilson in a one QB league. Um, Dobbins, Andrews, Godwin, Michael Thomas, all wow. on my team, <laughs> and all on this guy's team too. So Adam loves your team. Yeah. So, uh, Sean Tuber from Santa Clarita, California, says, "Hey, Dusty, Mayfield, and Dozen." Oh, Dusty I Baker, I don't know. Baker Mayfield and Baker's yeah. Dozen. Yep, yep, yep. 14-team nice. redraft half PPR league. I have the 11th pick. Uh, this is our first year transferring, uh, transitioning away from non-PPR. Running backs have always run up, run dry quick. And even though it's half PPR now, I don't expect that to change too much. Love that. So it's the 11th pick of the 14-team league. I guess what what do you think he should do? His thought is to go Kamara at eleven, Diggs in round two, Mike Williams in round three, Godwin in round four. Yo, love. Yeah, I think uh, you're getting this is my dream scenario. You go from a league that's drafting so running back heavy, and you can now it's PPR even half, and you could just attack those wide receivers and get so much value. Dream scenario, love your strategy. Hero running back, and then fill the receivers in the flex. Yeah, my only problem is I guess if the, if it is really that running back heavy. I think you're getting value on all three of the wide receiver picks, so I don't know that you should bank on getting all of them. 
Uh, That's probably true, yeah. From GTR King 15 with the number four pick, I take Austin Eckler, and then I have the number 12 pick in an eight-team league. Do I take Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, or Dalvin Cook? Dalvin Cook, for me, highest-ranked player. Yeah. From Sean Ellis 19, 10-team dynasty PPR startup, three wide receivers and a flex. Grade the trade. I gave up. Michael Gallup, Cam Akers, and a first-round pick in a Dynasty PPR startup league. Okay. Gallup, Akers, and a first. I got back Javante Williams and a second. Love this trade. Oh, yeah, baby. Wow. I mean, unless you're giving up, I don't know, a top three pick or something. I don't know. Doesn't sound like it. Yeah. I mean, you might. You don't know. It's a startup. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. All right. This is from Eric. (laughs) 10-team, half PPR, 2QB league. Hey, Polly, Tony, Chrissy, and Sill. Is that your most reference line on yeah, Facebook so. today? I think so. It's it so has easy. to be. What else is your most reference line? It's just it's so easy. <laughs> uh, Tony, Polly, Chrissy, and Sill. I know who that is. You know that, right? Yeah, the Sopranos. Yeah. Have you seen the Sopranos, Adam? Not once. Are you serious or joking with no, me? No, I'm serious. Oh, my God, dude. And you're ragging on me for not seeing, like... Matchstick Men Rudy. or whatever. Oh, Matchstick Men. Men. You promised you were going to see Matchstick Men. I did promise and I owe me. you that. But like you're bragging on me for all these movies and you haven't seen The Sopranos. <laughs> the Sopranos. And you're from the area. Oh, no, you're not from the area. But you live in the area now. And I just always kind of consider you a North. I'm really surprised to hear you were a Florida kid. It's just one of the more surprising. Born, in, born in New York. Moved to Florida. Back in New York. But at now. a young age. Yeah, seven, right? seven you months. You grew up in Florida. Seven yeah, months you old. Just don't strike me as a Florida guy. <laughs> All right, here's the question. 10-team half PPR. compliment. Two two QB (laughs) league. Uh, I have picked six in a two QB league. It's 10 teams. We start two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, and a flex. In a format like this, what would your overall strategy be? Say it again, please. It goes so fast. Yeah, 10 teams. Okay. Two quarterbacks. Okay. Two running backs. Three oh, wide receivers, <laughs> three wide receivers, tight end, then a flex. Six and it's PPR pick, or half? Half PPR, six pick in a 10 yeah. team league. I'm going to tell yep. you right now, your strategy should not be to take two quarterbacks with your first two picks. I'm, I'm, I agree with Adam. Yeah. Two of and your first three, maybe two of your first four, I'd say definitely. But you don't have to take two with your first three. You're going to get a very good quarterback in the third round. Right. In a 10 team, you're right. Let's take a break. When we come back, I'll read some YouTube questions. You know what happened, Schneier? We were in a 12-team, two-quarterback league, or actually super flex. Super flex. And I had the 10th pick, and I gambled. I said, I think I probably should go quarterback, quarterback, mm-hmm. but I'm going to gamble and see who comes back to me in round three. Maybe this league won't be as QB-heavy as a lot of you know regular super flex leagues, but it was. <laughs> so I took Russell Wilson in round one. I couldn't pass up Derrick Henry in round two. Yeah. And then I got, I was up Trevor Derek. Lawrence. Derrick. Derek, yeah, Trevor Lawrence <laughs> or Justin Fields. And I took Trevor Lawrence. I took Lawrence. Felt yeah, I felt like a little safer in a league where there's no waiver wire at quarterback. And fi- and I think it's six-point pass, TD. It is so. six, yeah. Yeah. All right, now I'm going to take a break and read your YouTube questions when you come back. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, 
technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. First question from YouTube is an insulting one. It's from Elliot. Adam, have you watched Breaking Bad? Yes. How is that insulting when you haven't seen Sopranos? Because Sopranos came out. I was in high school when Sopranos came out or, or middle There's school. There's a thing called HBO, HBO Max. Yeah. Stream any of this. By the way, have you seen Mayor of Easttown? Yes, I've seen every good We talked show. about that, right? Oh, man, is that yeah. terrific? I mean, terrific if, you, if you yes. don't have time to commit to a full series like The Sopranos or Breaking Bad, Mayor of Easttown is one season. It's like six episodes or something, and it awesome. is elite. Absolutely yep, elite. Good take. Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, Schneier said the most insulting thing to me yesterday. What? Or the no, other I didn't. Day. He he insulted my movie knowledge. He goes, we were we were complimenting each other because he did such a great job on Draftathon, not just during the chat, but the whole month putting things up on eBay, organizing the poker tournament, whatever. And I, he really deserved a lot of kudos. So we were emailing back and forth just about how awesome we are. And he goes, "You're my boy, Blue." And then in parentheses, he goes, what movie is that from? <laughs> and I, was like, I said, I will not even answer that question. It is so insulting that you think I wouldn't know that. <laughs> You're right. You're right. There's nothing I can say that. You know, I was hoping to maybe stomp you or just get you on it. You were really tired that day. Maybe you were just having a bet. You're like, uh, I don't know. And you had a little brain fog, something like that. Because I would have held that over you forever if you didn't have that one. Yeah, well, I, I would I would expect you to. And this Sopranos thing, I'm never going to live this. You're never going to live this down. This is amazing to me that you haven't seen The Sopranos. What, what do you think? If I could only watch one, should I watch The Sopranos or should I watch The Wire? The Wire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say it faster. Uh, all right, what do you think about having both Tom Tom Brady and Leonard Fournette? I like this. I know a lot of people are maybe thinking you cannibalize. There used to be a theory in fantasy that you shouldn't take the quarterback with a running back, and I understand it in in theory, but it doesn't tend to work out when you have these like everything guys like Fournette, especially in an offense like this with a quarterback like Brady. I'm not sold on the Rashad White hype. Like I'm not sold he's getting on the season with a rookie, a rookie running back who may not be great in pass production with Tom Brady in year one. So I think Fournette could have that insane workload again. So you're just getting all the goal line. Then every red zone trip is a great trip for you. From Matt Hayes, Schneier. You're missing a vowel in there, Matt, but that's okay because there's just way like too it. way too many vowels. I don't know <laughs> the streaming platform, but have you seen The Patient yet? No, I've been told I have to see The Patient. So I, I do know I've seen The Patient. I just finished Blackbird, which is really freaking good on Apple TV. Um, just finished, uh, what, what was it, the rehearsal with, with Nathan Fielder. That was interesting. Wow, well, yeah. So. Wild have you seen nathan guy. for you adam <laughs> yeah i have okay okay good. i always tell people about the story of the the, the pizza the free pizza with nathan <laughs> yeah. for, you. for those of you who don't know nathan for you was on comedy central years ago not that i don't know within the last what, 15 years i don't know and he is just like this very funny very smart guy who tries to help these small businesses and one business one business was a pizza place that wasn't doing well and he said all right listen here's what you're gonna do 
You're going to say, order a pizza for me. If I can't deliver it in 20 minutes, you get a free pizza with it. And the, the pizza owner's like, I can't do that. I can't make that time frame. And Nathan's like, don't worry. The pizza's going to be this big. And it's like a, t- a tiny circle of pizza. So then they they go and deliver the pizza. And they're like, hey, where's my free pizza? And then he hands them this tiny little box with this tiny little pizza in it. And some people laughed. Some people got really, really so pissed mad. off. Yeah. It was a brilliant idea. All right. Uh, I'm sorry for going off on, a, on tangents here. But, you know, it's That's Thursday. That's the mailbag night. episode is I kind about. of agree. All right, here's a question from Brad James. 10-team PPR league. I fell into zero RB. I'm starting Connor and Hunt. That's not zero RB. It's close. I understand what he's saying, especially if Connor's been falling in some... Like, in a 10-teamer, Connor can fall. Uh, Maybe. On the bench, he has Madison and Gainwell. Love Gainwell. Should I be looking for higher floor or ceiling running backs in shopping Herbert or Lance? Shopping Herbert. Oh, I see what he's... I think he's saying... He has Herbert and Lance. Yeah, I would shop, shop Lance. one for a running back. Absolutely. I, I would shop Herbert, actually. Yeah, I but mean, I know, that's fine, too. But if you're shopping Herbert, then you obviously need an amazing running back. True, and that's so hard to get. Okay, uh, you're right, Adam. You you can do Lance for, like, a middling running back. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert and James Conner, by the way, are two players on your team, Brad, that I don't think I have any of. And wow. my, they are my two biggest FOMO players right now. I will make yeah. it a point to have them in one of the drafts that I have coming up. I don't have Connor yet either. And I, but oh. that I just can't take him over the receivers going in that range. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the problem, but I think I just have to bite the bullet. I'll never have Herbert in a one QB league, unfortunately. All right. Muhammad wants us to rate this team one to okay. 10. Jalen Hurts, Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift, Cooper Cup. I don't know how, I guess Cup, then Najee in the second round, third, Swift in the third. It's a 10 team league. 10 team, yeah. Hertz, Najee, Swift, Cup, Waddle, James Conner, Dalton Schultz. Pretty good. Eight, um, at least an eight. Yeah, I think it's a, yeah. I don't like to do the flat numbers. I think you should always be giving a decimal. So I'll go with 8.1. <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk. Like, comment that is. That's great, though. Uh, from JK All Day. So this is a, another rate my team. 12-team league, half PPR. Tom Brady, Derrick Henry, J.K. Dobbins, Lamb, Pittman, Cooks, Goddard, Ramondre Stevenson, and MVS as starters. All right, that's oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, you don't so it's a deep league. necessarily have... No, it's a 12-team league. That's a thing. But I'm but sorry, I meant deep starters league. You got looks like we're we're dealing with three receivers or maybe two flexes. Yeah, it is. Yeah, in that regard. Yeah, Brady, Henry, and Dobbins, Lamb, Pittman, Cooks, Dallas Goddard, Ramondre Stevenson, MVS. Like this team a lot. Eight point personally. Eight point one five. No, that's an eight point seven for me. (laughs) Okay. Oh, let's see. One decimal is good enough, Adam. Uh, another one. We're doing another grade my team. I think this is gonna be my last grade the team. <laughs> Twelve teams. Grade my team. Dan, people who are not Harold. You know who loves the grade teams? Dave Richard. Send him don't, all don't your don't teams do on Twitter, please. Unload his unload his replies with your teams. Uh, Josh Allen, Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, Cortland. This is a twelve-team league. Are you kidding me? How did you do this? Josh Allen, Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, Cortland Sutton, Marquise Brown, Dalton Schultz, DeAndre Hopkins. I don't get it. It's terrific. When did he get Sutton? In the fourth? It looks like a fourth round Sutton. Wow. And then yeah. Marquise Brown in the fifth. 
Schultz in the sixth. Yeah, this yeah, is a great team. Really good. 8.8. Draft Aaron Jones or Leonard Fournette in a half PPR league? Fournette for me, for sure. How about you? I feel like you might be Jones on that one, right? Because I saw you take Jones at the turn of a mock we did recently. Was that last night on the draftathon? I think you saw, I, th- I thought I saw you take Jones yeah. at the one two turn. Yeah, so I you're did. probably Jones over Fournette. I took. Uh... Mixon and no, it wasn't Mixon. I took two running. I think it was backs. Mixon and Jones. Mixon yeah. and Jones. Mixon fell to twelve. Yeah. <laughs> Mixon's my number five player. I think you love Mixon. I do. If he's not, he's definitely my number five running back. I, I mean, here's the thing. Like, yeah, I'm taking Jones, but I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I'm not. Like, why isn't Leonard Fournette a first round pick? I don't know. I think Leonard Fournette. Besides that O line, the thing that's going down with that yeah. O line, which is kind of scary. Besides that, everything about his profile is great. Yeah, I don't know. I. Yeah, he he probably should be a first round pick, but I think you could say Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, Leonard Fournette, Saquon Barkley. Mm. They all have cases, so it's personal Barkley. preference. I still go Aaron Jones, but Leonard Fournette. I feel like maybe I don't expect him to stay healthy. He's just got a little injury history. Not that Jones doesn't, but not as much. It, I can't yeah. make a great case. Maybe I should take Fournette. Well, the case is talent, right? Like yeah. Aaron Jones is a more talented running back. Yes. than Leonard Fournette. Yeah, yes, that, that is a good point. Would you start Miles Sanders or A.J. Dillon in week one? Miles Sanders, we just went over this. Who do they have? Detroit. They have the Lions and Dillon. Packers. As the Vikings. Have. I'd go Dillon. I'm just, I'm so out on Sanders. I know me and Adam are disagreeing on this one, but. No, I, I just, I think Sanders should be one of the last running backs taken in that round six to nine range. But if he is, then I, I like him. Sanders should be a really good fantasy buy, but he just this. I feel like we're doing this every year with Sanders, and he just never is. I know. Uh, from Elliot Alderson, does the Trey Sermon edition affect Gainwell at all, or more so Sanders? I think it definitely affects both. Unfortunately for my Gainwell shares, and I have a whole lot of Gainwell shares. I loved him, but I didn't love this move today for 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 those shares. It's just another crap. That backfield's so crowded because Boston Scott's going to get. T- it just makes me want to avoid everyone. I I don't really think this has any impact because Sermon's so bad. Yeah, yeah that'd be true. Yeah. I mean, he couldn't even be. You're the right. Fifth, you're right. He couldn't even what be the I fifth saying? running back on San Francisco. <laughs> what am I saying? Like, this what team just saying? needs depth. He couldn't even beat out Mason. All right. right? He couldn't even beat out this Mason guy. <laughs> By the way, what what '90s action flick has Mason in it as a main you character? Know I have no shot at '90s action flick. All right, listen, chat, YouTube. I'm yeah, looking for a 90s yeah. action flick where Mason is one of the main characters. Let's go. You got 10 seconds to figure this out. And no, Jordan, I'm not rating your team. We're going to end the show on this. Mason, <laughs> which 90s action flick? I better not be wrong about this. I'm not seeing any guesses. That's a little worrisome. Can By the way, hit the, the like button. Can we end the show on this? There was a little bit of a debate that surfaced on Twitter. We we decided maybe we'll put it to a poll. And the, and that debate was, who has the better hair, me or Adam? And look, normally I don't care about this type of question. I'm okay letting it go. But I was a man born with a crooked nose, a beard that doesn't really connect, don't really have the mustache. I thought the one thing I had going for me was the hair. Look at this hair versus Adam's hair. How is that possibly better hair than mine? This is the one thing I wanted. The only thing I cared about. And then we're getting a lot of feedback. Like, no, it's Adam. It's Adam. Like, what? Look at this versus that. How is this even a debate? Come on. I don't know. Yours is just kind of like, you don't really do anything with it. It just sits there. What do you do with yours? Nothing, but it's got a little character. It's got some waves in it. It's got some more calyx in it. It's got character. All right, so apparently... 
Apparently, Steven Seagal, I didn't even know this. Steven Seagal played a Mason in Hard to Kill. So good job on you. I like was looking for Mason. Are you talking about or his name was Mason? His name was Mason. I am looking for The Rock. That is Sean Connery's oh, character. That I've heard. I have to see. Mason. I heard that movie's amazing. Oh, yeah. The Rock is terrific. <sighs> I got to see that. Yeah. You know what movie I have seen that I know you like? That's a great movie. Face Off. How great was that? We've already had this oh, conversation. Like oh, we did. You talk named it right. one of your favorite action movies. I thought it was one of the dumbest takes. No, what no. I said one of my favorite cage movies. Oh, I never said it was okay. my favorite action movies. Uh, it's really it's really not good. I liked it's it at the good. time, but it's so stupid. I Holy saw it when cow. I was like eight years, like 10 years old. I so. mean, the premise, the pre- it's one of the worst premises. They they changed. Not, you don't just get his face. You get his body, too, and his and his voice. <laughs> It's ridiculous. <laughs> but I'll leave you the, I'll leave you with this. Okay. Dan has better hair. Yeah. Thank you, Jiggles. All I right. thought I did, you know? Dan has good hair. Dan has good it's hair. It's the only thing I want. But Matt says that Adam has the best stubble. Thank you very that much. That we know. I already said this is terrible, whatever <laughs> I got going on here. Oh. You know, actually, I did shave on Tuesday in the afternoon. Because I know what time my stubble looks the best. It's like 24 hours after shaving. I love that move. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) So I did try to I did try to do that. All right. Thank you, everybody. Outrageous moments on the draftathon. You guys should rewatch that stream. Adam's Luther thing was out of this world. Out of this world. Outrageous. Landed on that. (laughs) All right. We got to go. We got to go. See y'all. Thank you so much for hanging out with us on this Thursday night. If you're listening on on Saturday, have a great, great weekend. Happy Labor Day weekend. We do have a show on uh, on Monday morning on Labor Day. So no days off. And we'll talk to you then. Take a good day, guys. Friday, TV's hottest show is Fire Country. I'm not a hero. I'm in orange for a reason. They're taking 12 months off your sentence. You're free. Lady. With a special epic season finale. Now that I'm out, I need something to get me up in the morning. You are a firefighter. Used to be. That will be unforgettable. In the name of your life's happiness, go get your girl. She's getting married tomorrow. Says, when do you let anything get in the way of what you want? The Fire Country season finale, Friday, 9, 8 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.